Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, I was not expecting that. <laughs> My voice deep as shit. Like, I got range. <laughs> I just wasn't excited. Okay. Hi. How Hello. are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. You've been working, girl. Got me I'm working, tired. working day and night. <laughs> I'm tired. You want me to go first? Go ahead. This is my third podcast of the day. I don't have nothing else to say to you people. I've never not wanted to talk more in my life, but I'm going to do it. Um, big shout out to the homies that see the thing is pod. I will be on their on both of their episodes this week. Um, tomorrow, uh, when will this come out? So this comes out Thursday. So you can definitely check out Monday's episode where we cover all things current events. Tristan Thompson, mm. Sesame Place. What else did we talk about? Oh, definitely. Um, what is that man's name? That rapper? Child. See? Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. And of course, it's, I was talking about this today because I thought, wow, I need to vary. Like, I need to not be saying the same thing on every podcast. But every podcast is so different because the makeup is so different and the people are so different so but everybody's talking about the same things basically not every no not everybody's talking about the same things at all but just the approach like my worry was like oh am I gonna be saying the same things but check that out and then make sure you check out tomorrow I along with Mandy interviewed the artist and writer Neo girl you are on your way (laughs) ET entertainment tonight nigga what shut up bitch who so, oh. yes. And it was a very interesting interview. Neo is actually getting in trouble right now for some shit that he said, I think, on The Breakfast Club, or I don't know where he said it, but about R. Kelly and how he's still going to listen to R. Kelly's music. He said something very interesting about Tory Lanez on our episode as well. So make sure you check that out and make sure you check me out trying to reel it in because he is so media trained, but he just was not giving up on this. He said what he said. Yeah, he said and he said it with his chest. So it's a great, it's a great interview. It's a great episode. He is a lovely human who um, works very hard to make people in the room feel comfortable. And he is not pretentious at all. So it was it was very, very um it was very refreshing. And then after after I recorded with them today, I was a guest co-host. With Jade of all Jades on the Getting Grown Pod, um, with the incredible Jessamine. If you don't know who that Girl. is, Jessamine is in the yoga space. She's in the queer space. She's in the polyamorous space. 
she, um, you know, was gifted a Beyonce box. That's how, or a Beyonce thing. That's how you know that she's fabulous. She's also currently in a Gatorade commercial. She identif- self-identifies as a fat, black, queer, poly woman who is just brilliant and really thoughtful about everything, it seems, and very honest and down to earth. And it was really refreshing to know that she knew of us. She follows around the way curls. She follows getting grown. She follows me. She was like super aware and just telling me about myself. I'm like, what, girl? How do you know who I am? (sighs) So super cool conversation and big shout out to Jade because that's, you know, one of my best friends and she's doing her thing. And prayers up to Kia, who recently, this is not a secret, she recently lost her grandmother. Yeah, I saw that. So we want to send light and love to Kia, and I think it's good that she takes some time. Um, so yeah, that that was today, and now it is nine forty six p.m. and I'm with my main bitch. Got you working, working day, child, and we're going to get into all things that you know we get into on around the way curls. Um, updates for me: I got hit by a car riding Girl. my bike. <laughs> It wasn't a big hit. I didn't Wait even a minute. fall. First Mustafa of all, helped me first down, of all, baby. No, no, no. You have not shared your bike's name. I you didn't. did not share the origin or the godparents of said oh bike's name. Oh, my God. And I think that it's very important that everybody knows <laughs> wow. who this new nigga you mountain. Yo, ego death, Shanti. Um, <laughs> so I got a new bike. It's giving big masculine energy. I mount him at least three to four times a week and ride him until the sun sets, till the oh. motherfucking wheels fall off. His name is Mustafa Rahim Jenkins. Um, Mustafa Rahim Jenkins. Mustafa, I, I wanted a strong name. And it was, it actually was Shanti and her artsy bull were here visiting Brooklyn and they were nice enough to come visit me, picking up the cat. And... I just kept saying, I don't know what to name him because it's giving masculine energy. I've never had a, ma- a boy. Bike. It is a thick, black, strong, king, sturdy, king. sturdy, s- stylish. Like that's a real nigga bike. Yeah, it's it's very dope. So I wanted. I was um, I was going back and forth between Mustafa and Muhammad, and I landed on Mustafa. Mustafa means chosen, selected, appointed, and preferred. So I say yes, Kang in Arabic. And then of course Shanti and um, her artsy boy. Am I allowed to say his name? You say his yeah, name. Yeah, right? we say his name. Rashid. All the time. He was he was very helpful with Raheem. I think. I know. He came I with called. Jenkins. I named and Raheem. You, Rashid named. Gave the name Mustafa. Yes, Rashid offered Mustafa. I was on Muhammad, and he was like, it's giving Mustafa. And I was like, whoa. And then I came up with Jenkins. You're right. And so here we what are. God the parents. godparents are Shanti and Rashid. <laughs> Rashid. <laughs> ridiculous. That tickles me to death. so stupid. The fact that you keep bringing this up about you're the godparent of my bike, it's like, it's, I, I don't, don't know. I don't even say that about people's kids. <laughs> I know. I don't know if it's funny. Or if it's like deeply sad and says something about me, but you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, but I hope that Mustafa has helped me down, and Mustafa helped me down yesterday when a car, these motherfucking, I, I'm gonna stop cursing as much over here because I hear myself and I cringe. But these cars are double parked, 
And so it's in the bike lane, parked in the bike lane, and it's a larger vehicle. It's like a, I don't know, some sort of SUV that's huge. So I, of course, go around that car and right in front of that car, like pull. So the car is double parked. A parked car that's off to the side a bit is pulling out. So I go around the park, oh. the double parked car to go back into the bike lane. And there's a car pulling out of the parking spot into the bike lane and boom collision. Did you fall off your bike? I did not. Mustafa okay. had held me down. He didn't hit me very hard. And the car that was double parked was like beep, 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 like trying to get the other car's attention. And they were kind of looking around and trying to figure out what's going on. But this is something that happens in New York. And if you, I forget, what is it? Riders die. Mm, Riders I had one die. job. Riders something. Street Riders NYC. They do a lot of advocacy for bicyclists in New York um, because a lot of bicyclists are dying oh, no. here. And no. you go all I'm around sorry. the I city. I said ride or die, and I, I'm sorry that I said that. Oh, I didn't even hear that you. That was insensitive <laughs> and out of context. I apologize. <laughs> but they have these white bicycles all over the city to commemorate and honor the folks that passed away. So it's it's tricky. And y'all think I'm playing. I try to make light of it when I say that every time I ride my bike, I'm, I almost... I almost check do you, out. Do but you have your headphones in? I do not. I would never ride my bike with okay. headphones in ever. I have a speaker though okay. that hangs from my handlebar. Or now I got a, I got it mounted. Um, but yeah, I, I don't ride with. I'm very alert when I'm on my bike, and I respect bike lanes. I stop at red lights and shit like that. Like I'm that bike rider that's annoying to other bike riders. Um, so. And I didn't have my helmet on, which is stupid. I didn't have my helmet on because it was in my car, and I didn't feel like going all the way to my car. So I just rode. And I wasn't doing, like, an active bike ride. I was actually just riding my bike to the bike shop to get some new trimmings and things. But that's a note to self for me as well. So be careful. Um, Also, while riding my bike... I got another, I cut through the park and I stopped um, through the Prospect Park and I stopped for a second to drink some water. And this, I don't know what they were in all honesty because they were very androgynous, but it they presented, they, they looked feminine um, in the face, but they came up to me and in an attempt to encourage me, they offended the shit out of me, and maybe it's something that I need to think about of why I get so offended when people say this, but sh- they said, they they expressed how happy they were to see me riding and to see another fat black girl riding, and I just thought to myself, that's they, something that like, what, another fat said, black girl? That's what they said to me. Mm. It's so good to see another fat black girl riding, and I was just like. I should punch you square in your fucking <laughs> mouth. But um, I see how people are using that word and self-identifying as fat and things like that. This is for anybody that sees me in the street. I do not self-identify as that. And don't fucking call me that. Mm. Um, but also, I had to like deal with that and talk myself off the ledge a little bit. Mm-hmm. of like, you know, 
my own hangups around that word. And, mm-hmm. and then also trying to understand why I feel that way and why mm-hmm. is it so bad. Mm-hmm. It's similar to what we were discussing before. Like, are you really X, Y, and Z or are you just living up to mm-hmm. white standards of beauty? So s- things I'm still unpacking, but while I unpack them, watch your mouth. Um, first things first, please watch what you say at your mouth. I can't even hear you. What are you whispering? First things first, please oh. watch what you say out your mouth. Yeah, definitely. When you're talking um, on the phone, the hustlers. Sorry. Yeah, I, I get that a lot of people are comfortable in that way. Did, but, did you dis- discuss that? Is that something that's discussed with Jessamine? No, we didn't get to that. We did get on body positivity mm. and how she... Um, I'm excited to listen. Got to be so grounded in herself. Mm-hmm. We did touch on that. Of course, I brought that up because that's something that, and I had like a whole thing. I I was very vulnerable. We like I, we cried a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a whole thing this morning while I was picking out my outfit for see the thing is mm-hmm. at seven thirty and like just you know doing mm-hmm. what I do at times. Um, but then I am realizing that I, while I'm I've been really actively and, and intentionally trying to do things that are going to make me better, that are going to help me level up, riding my bike for health purposes, not to, you know, not to, uh, not as a punishment or like to try to lose weight and try, but to really be like, you need to get out, you need to be healthy, you need to this. I have also been really mindful about how I'm spending my money. So I've been saying no to a lot of people. I'll meet, I've met up with friends and had like one drink and not even drank it um, oh. because I just don't, I am being mindful about what I put in my body. I don't want to drink those calories. Oh, I, see. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to spend $20 on something that I know is not necessarily great for me. Mm-hmm. I can share your company without that. Um, and some people are cool with it and some people are a little bit annoyed. Um, but I'm definitely recognizing that I have not, in, in some cases, I have not been showing up for my friends as much as I normally do. Like if my friends are going through something and I'm in the middle of a bike ride, I'm not going to stop and answer that call, mm-hmm. which old me would have done. Or, um, if I'm reading or if I'm needing to clean my home and I just need to be or something, I'm not doing it. And so people are feeling that shift. I don't know how comfortable I am with it yet. Uh, it, I people can't have say said it makes something? me feel good. People have well, said- in their own passive aggressive ways, oh. right? Oh, this is a good conversation. I mean, truly, like it, it, it yeah. they make little statements of like, oh, when you used to hang out with me or, oh, uh-huh. you don't have time for us anymore. Like those little things that mm-hmm. you pick up on, um, and it's not that they don't mean well. They just miss you or, you know, they just mm-hmm. miss what was. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm just, I can't say I'm comfortable just yet doing what is, I guess, best for me. But it's definitely a shift. And I do feel bad about um, not showing up, especially for people. I have a girlfriend who's pregnant and I have not seen her and she doesn't live very far away. So, um you know, and I haven't seen the days that we're able to get up. It's like days I need to ride my bike, you know, and I'm not changing that plan or, you mm-hmm. know, so 
I'm I'm figuring that out, and I I do feel bad about that about her specifically because she's not passive aggressive. She's just like one of my best friends, so I, I need to be there for her. And I know how lonely pregnancy can be because so much is changing. So um, I need to work that out. That's really the person that I'm I'm more so worried about. Um, and I'm taking an inventory on how I spend my time. What does uh, that? Oh, in terms of like making sure that if you're doing something, it's you know for your well. Pri- really, right now, I'm not making sure of anything. I'm just observing mm. and taking note of mm. like, oh, most times when you sit down and you have idle anything, or if you complete something at work, you go right to your phone and start scrolling. Mm-hmm. Taking it note is of that. so bad. It's really bad at this point. And, and part of my issue is that I have all of this two-factor, um, uh, uh, what is it? Authentic- Authentic- authentication. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I, it requires me to constantly pick my phone up for work and type in whatever code I need to type in mm-hmm. and this and that. And then I'm also multitasking with teams because I'll see the messages and I can be working in something else while writing back. It's just a whole thing. And then I immediately go to some sort of social media. And that is, that has to stop. And I'm so tempted to delete it, but then I need to promote episodes and things like that. So it just gets to be difficult and it is addicting. And I am thinking that at this point, I'm a little addicted. Oh, girl, not a little addicted. You are, you are addicted and we all are. This has been years of forming this habit i'm going to send you this um podcast about it how it is eroding our ability to focus and that people cannot focus for more than 60 like seconds three minutes yeah 60 seconds you think it's three minutes but it's 60 it's 60 seconds and it's 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 it is affecting your ability to concentrate on things you can't actually concentrate when we do the multitasking that is the worst. They did a, yeah. uh, a survey. I'm not going to talk about this much longer, but there was a test in which they gave students a phone while they took a test and students that didn't have a phone and students that took had the phone and could like look stuff up to pass the test actually scored worse than the students that had no phone whatsoever or any kind of like technical resource because it takes your brain... When you lose focus and then you go back to what you're doing, it takes your brain like Time it takes a minute adjust. to refocus and you lose it just it's eroding us. It's such a problem. I feel the same way. I think you should do plan only. I think you should figure out how to you would take you have all your assets or whatever and like the day before you have everything and then you can plan it and it posts for you so you don't have to have your well, phone shit, it's on four you. right away girls why are we not doing it we i, I don't i don't know <laughs> i mean you posted a lot of things like you got a lot of shit that you post for us it can't just be around away girls yeah. but um figuring it out child figuring it out I um, had a weekend this weekend. I invited you with well, a plan was for you to come down and we were going to like do the Black Summer Soul event. I instead had some complications that did not work out, <laughs> ended up vending, working the event. Um, and I'm an old woman. I... Again, the Black Summer Soul brings out lots of 
young, vibrant, you know, hot to trot, the sexual tension, you could cut it with a knife, mm. it's thick, the daddies are out, the girls got Ooh. the yams and the jewelry, they're accessorized. And I felt so disconnected and un... I, I was like, can they feel, like, do... do can they feel that I just am not engaged in this at all? I felt like a fish out of water. Maybe it was the DJ. I'm actually blaming it on the DJ. The DJ sets the tone. Shout out to the people that run this event. I mean, apparently the crowd was more engaged and like involved and in, in giving off, were more generous with their energy at this event than the other one. But they were making that, they were playing that for like, I can, listen, shorty, you bad. Like that, you you have a set of that and it works and you do it for like a half an hour and you intro into your reggae or do something. But over 30 minutes of that is violence to me. It's actual it's discombobulating. Like it gnaws at my nervous system. And mm. I was like, I'm an old woman. I don't belong here. How are you going to dance to that? How are you going to, how are you going to grind up? How are you going to fall in love in the club to that? And the problem is that they're all coming out to find a partner, but it's just like this savage. It wasn't even that, Antoinette. It was the it was straight really Baltimore go go, like black. Well, this, I like go go, but not for not for, an all, not not for an hour. Not for four hours. No, you have your set. You got your you got your set. Anything. I, I was just and Philly apparently is really like the younger crowd in Philly apparently mm -hmm. is super influential with this new sound. Like, of course, it came from Baltimore, but now Philly has a whole line of new producers that are creating this sound, like, and mixing in house with it. So We just old. We just it's old. A, because when we came home, when we were young, we were with all of the shits. We were giving Wally's away at once. I said, where's DMX? How you gonna <laughs> fall in love? What you Fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck? This is the Neptune set. <laughs> Where the Rough Riders at? How you gonna yeah. fall? How you gonna have sexual chemistry without fucking Rough Riders and shit? Like, old. and oh, old. old and washed. Our parents said the same thing. No, they were I like, know. "Okay, what is this music?" With we're I, I at understand that place. it now. I really feel it. I was like, "This is this is blasphemy." Every time Bridget and Mandy start playing their like freshly squeezed segment where they talk about new music, the way I go mute. For the most part, I'd be like, I'm what not listening this? to anything new. I'm really not. Not for the most part. Burn a boy. That's that's it. Apparently, we are old. Actually, we are old. And that's annoying to the older listeners that listen to the podcast because they think that our gripes and our worries are complete nonsense. And Wait, we need, what? We apparently need to have an older woman on the show to like give us some relativity because... Who said that? A listener, a friend of mine who listens. I won't say <laughs> her name because I don't know if she wants to be out of the way. I, I don't think so. I don't know. But she was like, y'all need some older girl women to come on because the thing y'all we'll be hemming and hawing about is just... I just have to suck my teeth and roll my eyes because y'all need, need some relativity. <laughs> and I was like... 
are, is everything's okay then? This is not, <laughs> we're going to be okay? This, she was like, yes, girl, your 30s are trash, but it gets better. And you need, you need somebody on here to tell you that it gets better. And I was well, like. Well, tell her to come on. I will, but I don't help know. us. I, I'm like, girl, that's all I'm going to say. Help me. What? How do I get you out think of I'm this? Playing. Who am you need I? To, you need like, to get Katia okay. on here. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> well, why aren't you listening? Listen to your elders. Because Katia going to come on here and start saying Beyonce and, and saying shit we don't want to hear. It'll be <laughs> like, fine. You're going to you're gonna have to be it. happy by yourself. You're going to have to figure your shit out. I'm like, boo. And you're going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> the internet went out. Click. <laughs> No episode this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she gonna say this shit we don't want to hear, but like self love, girl. Sounds like mahogany art. New mahogany <laughs> art. <laughs> I've also just been oh god, I've been doing inventory as well. Not so much of what I'm doing, but yeah, I guess what I'm doing, how I'm feeling about stuff, and I just realized. Just like you said before, I have to hype myself up. I have to get excited about the things that I'm doing. I um, I think I I confuse or the artsy ball brought it up of like, are you anxious about something or are you excited? You know, they just say that anxiety is just excitement, like misplaced excitement about stuff. Mm-hmm. But things are things ha- are happening. Good thing, you know. Seeds have been put in the ground. Things are blooming, and I just find myself feeling numb to so much stuff. And I'm like, girl, I'm and I'm waiting f- to feel excited. But I think that there definitely has to be like some inner. Um, there has to be some daily, like, I don't know if it's gratitude. Or, I don't know if I got to look in the mirror and do my Issa Rae shit. Like, bitch, you are going to be okay. This is lit. Nigga, you are going to do a vending event. You got pot and fucking Jessamine. What's her name? Jessamine knows who you are. Like, like these kind of things. I have to, like, hide. you know who she is? Because <laughs> you don't know her name right now. I think these uh, Insta- I'm also very old because these Instagram handles... Tricky. That, it's I hard don't. To, I ignore if y'all, them. If they I come for me one more time them. about saying tricky, <laughs> like three people I think, on Twitter today were like, Antoinette, your favorite word in the world is tricky, and you need to come up with something else. No, I think like, it's a wonderful up. word. I've now been using. It summarizes it as well. everything beautifully. I think it really, it really describes. Anyway, the I situation. derailed you. Go ahead. But yeah, just trying to feel more excitement. Just trying to feel. I don't know if it's gratitude, but hyping myself up about things that are here, things that have been done, things that are coming, um, and stop being so numb. Stop being a, a shell of a person. Um, what do you think that's based in? I feel like that's rooted in... What? I'm not going to say. I want you to unpack that. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, that I think. Do you feel you like sometimes when people don't get excited about things or don't allow themselves to get excited about things, it's because they, if they get excited, then they could possibly be disappointed or let down. But you know, like I don't like 
want anything either. So I don't. I'm not I don't even think that's the, real. The let Every down. time you say that, that's not real. I'm not going through this with you. I don't. I don't. Want I don't. Anything. I don't okay. have this thing of like. I don't know, but I think it's a connected to excitement, though. I think it is connected to excitement of not having this like these goals or orient myself to like do this thing or be this thing. I think it is deeply connected to excitement. I don't I don't know if disappointment is is what I'm fearful of. There's definitely fear there, but I don't know if disappointment is the is the thing. But that's what I've just been like sitting with and trying to dig into cuz it's it's getting old. I will say that. But I think excitement and the creativity that we've been talking about are deeply connected. So this weekend I had some time to myself. The artist way also mentions, you know, you do your morning pages and then every week you go on an art date. So you take yourself out mm. to do something. And I, I'm working on it. I, I haven't made a plan yet of exactly what I want to do. Like I got my nails done and I meandered a little bit and I just like walked around. Um, and that felt like a start, but I have to like intentionally... I'm going to try to do that this week, intentionally like sit down and map out or just write down some places that would be exciting to go. That would be like, oh, this is going to be good. Something that I could just do by myself and for myself that's not like going out to eat or, you know, like whatever the traditional like date is. Like it would be nice to go out to eat, but yeah, I'm just trying to figure out figure out something else to tap into for myself, child. Um and your cat. I'm liking I'm I'm in oh there she is. Blue. Mm, I want her back. Blue has too. been here for how long? 2 weeks? 2 weeks. Blue is is here and I am enjoying her. Her Oh, her, her very um We've, listen, your cat did wake me up at four forty-five. It was because that thing was disconnected. It wasn't entirely her fault, but you have a self-timed I feeder on her, which helps because she could be very aggravating and bossy if she doesn't have her food. <laughs> but was now that that thing's plugged in, I don't know what happened. But I was like, "What the fuck? Are you waking me up?" It was four forty-five. <laughs> it wasn't even time for her to eat. She eats at six. So I don't I know. know what. Maybe she didn't have her snack. She or probably something. didn't have the snack in the evening before bed. She was hungry. You got. She got to be held over. Poor thing. She's doing well though. She does not like JoJo. Boo does not like kids. <laughs> so that makes me sad. <laughs> that. But she. She fucks with me heavy. She's. She's on the bed now. She does the bed thing. So it's nice Aww, to have like she a little. She sleeps next to you. It's nice to have a little being. Like even to yes. come in the house and have like this little being here. It's like uh huh. That's not yeah. like a kid. So. But she is like a kid, so it's like She's hmm, tricky. <laughs> Don't do it. Anyway, moving right along, because Shanti's a hater. Uh, please, everyone, we are so happy. We see these downloads going up. Please, please rate, subscribe, share around the way curls, as we always say. When you rate and subscribe, 
It does nothing but help us with our visibility. So please rate on Apple, rate on Spotify now, which you can. And make sure you subscribe so that you can get these downloads because it seems like we might be changing the schedule and, you know, dropping two episodes a week. <laughs> Moving right along. Hot shit. Go ahead, shorty. The hot shit that came up on my timeline that made me very, very happy was Erica Badu twerking at Megan Thee Stallion's <laughs> concert. That just made me, just delighted I me. Erica. I love yeah. her so very much. Also, Jennifer Lewis doing a whole high leg split. That is a bad, that's a bad bitch. Like she is she top tier, top tier talent, energy. Best auntie in the world. But congrats to her for getting her star on the Walk of Fame. Also just doing this. I mean, I actually don't know how long she's been in the game, but like it feels like this. this no, she's uh, had longevity. But just the peak. I, I feel like she's just getting she's getting the recognition. She's getting the, the work. She's getting she's just being yeah. seen in a way that that primetime TV hits yeah. different. I also think it's corny, though, though, that you have to pay for your Hollywood like star. Oh, I did not know that. That is yeah, actually the same pathetic, way you have to pay a for bit. a Grammy. It's really corny. You, you said what? The same way people have to pay for their like Grammys to like the what? actual statue. to take the like, actual thing home. Well, Shanti, they have to create the statue. The statue they give you is just like a prop. It's you not have like, to pay for that. Yeah. Otherwise, you get like a certificate. That, according to Bridget. Bridget Kelly, she was like, no, you got to pay for that. I don't know if the lead artist does, but everybody else involved does. Corny. But I know for a fact that you have to pay for the Hollywood star. So dumb. Isn't that corny? I guess somebody got to pay for it. I wonder it. how much you? it costs. I have to Google that. I'm now I'm really interested in how yeah. much it costs. Also, some other hot shit. We want to shout out Philly Native. She used to go by Beats by Ari, but she is home by Ariel. A-R-E-E-A-Y-L. And she creates whimsical and imaginative wearable art. And she has been featured in Black as King, Elle, Chloe Bailey wears her stuff. Like, she's just blowing up. And she has a line coming out at Macy's that drops July 22nd. Again, Black woman from Philly doing her thug thizzle. So we definitely want to support her and... Yeah, send her love. She this she hits very close to my heart because when I first started doing like vending events, she was always down to be a part of the vending events. She has had her stuff at the Sable Collective. She was seen or given a whole bunch of attention when Beyonce did her um, the Black businesses and. 2020 mm-hmm. and sold out and from there has just had an upward trajectory tracy ellis ross is rocking her shit beyonce was rocking her shit blue was rocking her shit like probably tons of other artists as well that i can't mention Naomi but those Osaka. heavy hitters like beyonce is wearing your sh- if you- beyonce and her children are wearing your shit like girl and this is just Again, a small business making all of her stuff by hand and has got the attention and now the ability to scale her business to, to be in Macy's, like to go from zero to 100. I'm really, really proud of her that that 
business wise and then just creativity wise because it's it's hard for jewelry makers to like if they're making their own shit make like mm-hmm. two to like 500 like that's yeah. wild to mass so shout good. out to her shout out to her Moving right along, something that made me happy in the pop culture hemisphere, and I don't know if anybody else cares, but this news of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck getting married, it really warms my little hopeful romantic heart. It really does. After 20 years, they've reconnected, reconciled, lived lives, had babies, been married before, gotten divorced, and found their way back to one another. And I love it. And Good I know people are hating, Benifer. but I love it. There ain't no hate for them. Why would you hate on that? Who could they hate do. on that? They do. People are like, yeah, yeah, we'll see if that lasts. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. I'm like, yo, shut up. Shut up. Let these people live. Like, he was a whole alcoholic, and they stayed in touch, Smoked and she helped him through that. on his wife with the nanny. Ben done, ben done ben was struggling. caused he some was... harm now. And so has Jennifer. She was breaking all kinds of hearts and shit. <laughs> Jennifer been running through. I'm like, nope, not you, not you. Tried you on for size, not you. Next, next, next. So just, there's hope. I'm not saying that 20 years from now, you go back to your raggedy ex. But check them out. (laughs) See what they do. (laughs) Wait, just to go back, it costs $55,000 after selection. You first have to be selected, but then you have to pay $55,000 to have your... I told you. Star on the walk, installed, and then maintained. Yeah, go to hell. I got it. I'm like, what? I'm going to star in y'all hurts. Um, But also, Jay-Z and Kevin Hart. (sighs) Jay-Z appeared on the Heart to Heart interview on Peacock, which was very... I watched it. You watched it, right? Yeah. What were your thoughts? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I mean, um, you know, the, the, the get money banter is like, that was cool. But I really like when they got more, um, more intimate and just talked about their own like emotional evolution and, and family. And I really appreciated, um, it feels like Jay-Z's, feeling of responsibility that he has now as to like mm-hmm. um why the why's in his life and the who's in his life and you know he just again Jay-Z what's the nigga name Mike Tyson Jay-Z's not as flamboyant as Mike Tyson but I just love to see these men's arcs that they have you know yeah. the 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 lives that they have led and the wisdom that they hold and it he he looks he looks good he feels good um kevin hart clairvoyant admires him very much shout out to kevin hart and his (laughs) (laughs) philly vocabulary that we too suffer from i heard that that was so cute with jay I and just, I love that he left that in there. His yes, likeliness. Yes, I do too. I like that they did that. Um, but like, was, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me. <laughs> he was like, "Well, I don't know." Jay was. You saw Jay was like, "Well, I don't like, know. How you're I don't know use what it. the fuck you're trying to say." No, he was like, "He was like, I don't know how you're going to use it." And he was like, "You know, when somebody, eh, when you're aligned with that brand, he was like, yeah, your likeness, brother. Your likeness, my brother.'" I said, "Hotep Jay, go ahead, King. Black is king. Jay is king." 
I really love the part where he was talking about how you spend your time mm-hmm. and how it's the only thing that you control in your life. Mm-hmm. It's like how you spend your time because you can be gone within a second. And so that reaffirmed my stance mm-hmm. on taking inventory mm-hmm. on how I'm spending my time. I also really loved when he was talking about knowing what to do and doing the thing. Mm-hmm. People, how people think that they're very close in proximity, but they're miles apart. Yeah. Of like, you can know what to do for mad long, but the execution yeah. of the thing, so difficult. And that is the work, right? It's yeah. the execution. And, like, and it wasn't about like work, work, like a, per, like, no, it was more like, you know, what spiritual work that you need mm-hmm. to do, the right thing to do in your life. And then, yeah, the, the, the time, the gap between that, that often we all struggling with. So it was, it was nice. I really also love coming from the service industry. I love to see people geek out about wine and drinks and talk their shit and i just love to see black men doing that and not in like in service of white people in a way it's like for their Mm -hmm. own pleasure for their own you know luxury in the service industry that is just so highly regarded to know about the varietals and you know the elevation and the 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 tasting notes and I've always just seen white guys like tatted white guys geek out but to see like just a fine ass milk dud coming over to your table talking that shit Uh, that's I'm telling you Yeah. Uh-huh. I really loved that. He was that. doing his thing. That that and coffee. I'm he telling you. He was giving me butler vibes a little bit, but I'll shut up. No, yeah, I feel like that's note. I feel like that it, no, I feel like he was talking his shit. Like He was. No, he was he wise, was, he but was it was just like this little servant coming through with the what the hell? But Kevin, you're right. Kevin was very it was very clear that he was very excited to have Jay <laughs> on 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 that show. Um I also think um he he dropped some gems around navigating money with family and with friends and how when you come into money and then all of a sudden, you know, you have people that are like in your life and close to you and trying to try just navigating who to invest in, how to invest in it and how to create boundaries with your people. When you're like, no, that's not how life works. You don't just come up to somebody and they give you money for this idea. Like, that's not mm-hmm. it. Um so shout out to Jay. He seems so calm and peaceful, and I'm really happy for him. I am. I am the too. God. I, I I like not that. to be confused with Michael Jackson because never I don't know how you okay do. never. Don't even think about it. But but you heard those credentials at the beginning of the interview, right? Yeah, but like the Kevin Hart ran off. That's sure, all I'm saying. Sure, My, Michael Most Jackson owns Grammy the- nominated artist. Girl, he died. He didn't get a chance that's to have his moment. And that's moment. all I'm saying. That's all I was saying. He doesn't have the same amount. You, not you seem up. to be the one that actually brings it up more. I brought up People once. People bring it up. You constantly bring this up. Because I'm it still not over time. it, how you tried to play me. It really <laughs> made me mad. I brought it up I apologize. Because I'm getting DMs about it. Because people are late listening to yo, these fucking listen, episodes. Catch stay up. Stay off her top, okay? okay? I'd be like, yo, it's old. You can't come at me for something I said two weeks ago. Exactly. What that's, is it? That's uh, old shit. Statutory <laughs> limits. What is it? <laughs> Child. I don't know, but <laughs> Jesus. Wendy Williams. Oh, I have a lot of empathy for Wendy. 
I don't hmm. like what's happening. I don't like the way she's well, being erased. Happening? Tell us. When apparently Wendy Williams, of course, her show, you know, she had that long absence, this mysterious absence. Nobody knew what was going on with her. There were rumors that there were legal issues with banks and her account and her mental health and her health in general. Uh, I don't know. Sherry Shepard. I made that name up. Is that her name? If I did it, by God, is on my side. Sherry Shepard. Sherry Shepard has been replacing her at the in the show. Apparently, she had a very anticlimactic closing of the Wendy Williams show. One of which, even even her trifling husband, who has probably brought Wendy to this place of dis-ease, if she is, made a comment and said how disgraceful it was, how they didn't honor her, how just like close the book it was. And apparently all of Wendy's social media YouTube channel has been taken off. She's just been erased. And I don't know. We don't know what's going on. There was that clip of her showing, describing that, of course, she was um, dealing with a, a physical, I think, an autoimmune issue and showed her foot which was very swollen, you know, questioning kind of like her mental health. But even if that's the case, right? Even if that's the case, say what you want about Wendy Williams. That woman, however she built her brand, she she did that shit. She had people that tuned in. She got people's attention. She she served her purpose as an entertainer, whether you respected who she was talking about or not, her points of view or not. She was iconic in many ways when it comes to like being a radio and a host personality. She worked her fucking ass off. And she's just being erased. Poof, gone. Like, no flowers are being thrown. And I guess it's like, oh, because she made her money talking shit on people, we don't we don't care about her anymore. And I just think that's a bunch of bullshit. And TMZ, The Shade Room, all these spaces need to, like, give her her flowers for paving the way for their raggedy ass and their content and their intrusive nature. And how... They have everybody's attention. So stop fucking playing with Mary. I mean, uh, Wendy. Who? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, we, we have a different relationship with Wendy Williams, too. I think because we grew up with her. Like, people don't realize that Wendy was in Philly. Like She was in New people, York. Or was, well, I guess she was in Philly for a little Wendy bit, Wendy was too. in Philly first. Yeah, then Wendy she went was back in Power 99, and then she went to New York. We grew up with Wendy. Charlemagne was in Philly first with her. So to be very clear, like these are voices that we we've been hearing since forever. I will say when Wendy left Philly and went to New York was when I stopped following Wendy. I couldn't stand the Wendy Williams show. But I do think that it's foul to to have someone else close the Wendy Williams show and she's not even a part of it. It's just very strange and it's all very mysterious, like you said. I do see a lot of people saying, is it karma? Is it like, you know, is this what happens when you know, you build your empire off of gossip and off of things that are kind of... Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu slash podcast. Kind of lower chakra um, or lower vibrationally, not lower chakra. But it's just, you know, Wendy has struggled a lot too. And when Wendy's a hurt person and hurt people hurt people. But yes, Wendy has worked hard. And I saw I said that to someone and they said, well, the devil works hard too. Oh, be quiet. And I was like, wow. Well, then America's going to hell. Like, America is doomed. <laughs> if that's your science, then apply it to every fucking thing, all right? Like, Oh, well, now we know who Shati <laughs> going to bat for. I would have <laughs> never guessed it was Wendy Williams. <laughs> she draws the line at Wendy. You can talk about all these other people, but Wendy... That's enough. I'm she probably don't know nothing. I don't know. She why don't I know feel so, nothing about this lady. I don't lady, like probably. the way that it's happening. <laughs> I don't like people's logic that they're using against Wendy. Like, keep that same energy for everything, okay? I heard you say, say the fuck what. That's hilarious. I, this is comedy to me. I'm like, of all the people to protect, she said, Wendy. That's I know. it. What is that about? You saw that foot and you was like, oh man. Wendy, I didn't even right. see that clip. I do think You never saw her foot? I mean, I saw a little bit, but I don't I didn't watch it. I saw enough mm. to know what needed to be seen. I think that she is dealing like when the banks are like, you can't fuck with your money. When the it's banks the same thing like as Britney Spears are doing that kind of stuff, then I I trust that something may be going on with her mm. mental health. But, like, give the woman some grace of how this closing narrative is being told. Like, where is her PR team? Like, what the f- what's happening? I don't oh, understand. No. I, don't, I don't like it. I also well, learned... So, oh, go ahead. Oh. Since we're on this and show's ending, I am so disheartened that... Say their names. What's the names? Because you don't know how to say them, and it's so funny. Jesus and Marrow. <laughs> What's his name? Jesus and Marrow. Oh, Jesus. Jesus and Marrow <clears throat> somehow had a, some sort of falling out that no one's very clear about. And they're done. Can the I brand is no longer Brolic. Can the Bodega Hive is gone. And I love I loved them since Vice. I'm very sad. I'm very, very saddened by this. And I also, just really fast, I think, I believe and I hope that Jesus will be okay because I... From from the Which outside, one's that? Looking the light skin, in, the Dominican bull. No, Jesus is the Jamaican bull, oh. the the browner one. He, I might have a little crush on him, but he also, I think you could see when when they were filming that he was the one driving, kind of the episodes. He was the one with the like just a little more professional. 
He was the one with the the segways. Like he was he was in the driver's seat. And I don't I didn't get that from Mero. And Mero played his his role or whatever. But I really want Jesus to be okay. I don't know why I'm You don't want Mero to him. be okay? I want Mero to be Mero yeah. I don't mm. yeah. I don't want him not to be okay, but I want Jesus to be okay in a way where like he blows up and continues on his path. And, and it's because he's, you know, he's, I see, I follow him on social media, or I did. He's out in LA at these, di- is that blue, Karen? Yeah, she's really, up? she really is. I don't know what's going on. Tell her to stop, Shanti. She about to make my fan fall. Blue! Sorry, y'all. Stop it. <laughs> she got down, too. You saw her? She obedience um but i just want these like i see him at these dinners in la where he's networking where he's trying and apparently you know trying to uh, let me finish statements where he's trying to you know i guess carve out another path for himself as well but apparently meryl did not like something that jesus said on a tour or or on something and he was like i'm done Oh, so must, I don't know I what mean, that this was. This must have and, been years in the making. That that don't. Yeah, and like Jesus that. said he just. I remember yesterday he wrote like, "I tried, y'all." Like he wrote that on Twitter, and everybody was like, "Please no." Do you know and what? Then Showtime though, announced. I, I'm I, I have watched segments, and I appreciate what they do. They made me laugh, but I, I'm definitely not like a a fan or like I I don't follow their shit. Mm-hmm. Everything I see of them, I'm like, oh, I really like what they're doing. But I follow their Instagram, and they're not, they don't seem like they're friends for months. They I be- were though. But if you go on their Instagram, they no longer post. There's no posts with them together. Like they don't seem like they're friends. They don't seem like they have an active relationship when they're like celebrating and doing stuff. They're not together. So I am not surprised from what my stalking that I have done that it, it makes sense to me that, you know, it's sad. Cause those niggas was, those niggas was again, good, good chemistry. Good, good, good on paper. They look or on, on the surface they look, but I feel like it's, that don't just happen. That was no. years in the in the making. That's sad. That's, it is sad. I, prayers to both of them because I know that they're heartbroken. I know that they're hurt. I know they probably care about each other in a lot of ways. But like, damn, that is yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So R.I.P. R.I.P. Also to the comedian Jack Knight who died mm. at twenty eight. I was really. I hadn't followed. His work, I'd seen a couple of um, clips that he'd done, uh, but for some reason, hearing about his passing really made me really sad and seeing his funny state. Like, the nigga was so funny and just, like, multi-hyphenate. Like, he wrote for Lucas Brothers Moving Company, Immoral Compass, Pause with Sam J. He wrote for mm. Big Mouth. He was a co-producer and also voiced one of the characters on Big Mouth. Like, he was definitely on the come up. Just a, a brilliant, quirky, black, funny boy. And I'm just, I'm man. And they don't know if it was, like, suicide or if it was, oh. like, a health issue. But there is this thing about, like, it's, it's many things, like, 
wanting to have seen him reach his potential in a particular way and like somebody being on that like oh he's about to do the thing but also we have no idea what the consequence like if he took his life God, I hope he didn't but I guess we don't we always glamorize like the peak or this person reaching their potential but the consequence or what the person's going through um we just have no fucking idea so prayers mm. to him and his family you guys should go online <laughs> and check out his stand-up because he is funny damn i'm mad we won't have his humor anymore funny Mm-mm. that's sad and too young too young Apparently, what's the other boy's name um, that just did the HBO special? Oh, the guy who came out on his special? Yeah, uh, Gerard. Yeah. Apparently, he's he's creating another special for himself, like a continuation of the special that he um, started and where mm-hmm. he's, again, processing. He hasn't, apparently, he hasn't been in contact with his family. So it's like... Since the special? Yeah, I think it's he's continuing to kind of like process this and work this out. And I was thinking that he's not. I tried to go to his other stand up. He's not particularly funny to me, but I don't think the Carmichael show is funny though. I don't. I don't think there is anyone that could show this process and this really vulnerable thing better than he is and also just Mm. prayers for him as he's moving through probably a really lonely confusing um pain that he's in in so many ways uh but i'm i'm also like looking forward to to him sharing it with folks so shout out to him as well i want to get off of pop culture soon but did you watch this kevin gates interview at all (laughs) i didn't watch it in all of it but i i I, you only watched the clips no i watched it's like an hour i didn't i didn't have an hour in me to watch those two but i watched probably like a good 25 30 minutes so then you watch the parts that i wanted you to watch good um i'm dis. i said this on see the thing is as well i'm disheartened by the clips that i do see because it's not really he the first like 20 minutes he I feel that he actually had something to say in the best way that he could. Obviously he sounded like somebody who went to jail a couple of times, read a lot of books, was talking to a lot of muslim folks in there, you know, doing a stuck thizzle. Got you. But I was in alignment with some of the things that he was saying. I was really proud of him when he was talking about <laughs> You know, moving from fear, moving from a place of anger, moving with his ego, like all of those things. So much so that I actually recorded some of the episode in the beginning where I think he was talking about sex. And he was like, how are you going to just be having sex with all these people? And then what did he say? And it, sex is a spiritual exchange. Sacred, you can't just yeah. be sacred. Like mm-hmm. you can't just be doing that with like that whole thing. And I recorded it and posted it and said, wow, I know that everybody's going to post a clip about him having sex with his cousin, his third cousin. And he didn't know. And then they found out and they were like, well, we are already dealing with each other. We like each other. We're not stopping. Okay. Everybody's going to post that. That's the clickbait. But he's saying some real shit and he's like, I'm proud of him and he's, he's evolved. And then that shit kept going. I said, Ooh, I got the delete. <laughs> Baby. He, I, I, 
it was so interesting to see someone say those things and then it seemed like he just contradicted himself like the the old him resurfaced you know like his I was talking to my friend Black about it and he said it's really hard to what did he say oh lord hold on he said it's really hard to like lose here it is because I wrote that shit down. It's really hard to get rid of your instincts and like your Mm. instinctual way of being. Mm -hmm. So if you grow up in a space, right, and there's a woman that's giving you energy, you're feeling her, you start to go back if you don't have that self-control. Like obviously he's trying to evolve and it's a very, he's an interesting character because then he also will speak about him moving from a place of pain because he was sexually abused as a young boy and not many male rappers are coming out and talking about that he has a whole track where he's crying on the track like and it's doing well and all these things but when he talks about women and sex i i'm a libra i don't like crass things and he's like you know when i get rock hard i just want to bust it in you and but and it was just like so I thought he jarring doesn't ejaculate Right. So I was confused. I thought you were, I literally said that. I literally said that when I was watching it, Shanti. And I just, I I love watching things like that just as a character study almost because it's, I I have, I don't have the words for it. I, I almost want you to just give it like 20 more minutes or 15 more minutes because you would be, just as flabbergasted and confused as I. People, people listening, what did y'all think about this? Because I saw Twitter going crazy. But if you go back again and listen to the first 15, 20 minutes, he's not crazy. He really isn't. I mean, he gave me similar like Mike Tyson energy in a way where, again, you have this, you have this range Mm-hmm. That I trust that there's something about him that I trust, even if it feels like it's chaotic. I feel like it's honest. It's honest, and I feel like he has experienced the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows, and he just has a range that he bops that that I trust. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I wasn't. I wasn't really interested in his. Um, the sex stuff that wasn't so interesting to me, and that's when I kind of was like, "All right, ho hum, like you gonna put your your yeah, tongue in her butt and all that shit." Um, and that, that wasn't in her interesting. Mouth? I was like, but "Wait, what?" Again, I think that he has um, been exposed to a lot of different things, and and it and it shows, and he feels like a he feels combustible. Mm. He feels combustible. Feels like he could go, you know. I trust him. I trust how he's feeling, but I would also trust. I w- I I wouldn't trust him to again revert back to to Not revert to, to, to back, some yeah. shit. Yeah, it's like, like I trust you, but I have a watchful eye over you. I want to protect you too. Like I don't. No, I don't, I don't want to protect him. I'm just you know. I I oh, I, I, do. I I don't. I, I wouldn't be surprised of what you're capable of. Like mm. you're ra- you got a range to you. <laughs> you you've done so much. You've seen so much. You felt so much. You he felt like a very d- deeply thinking person, which I really appreciated. Um, yeah, vulnerable. 
he's talking that toxic masculinity shit. I love that he's fi- he was finding language to the complex feelings that he has. Um, he's interesting. He was interesting. That and was she was story. interesting. Watching her response, to uh, <laughs> watching her what? response to him was she just didn't know what to do was just it was just tickled me she ain't know know what what to to do do. i feel like she was so intrigued by it i feel like he was tapping in and seeing her shit in ways that she was like what yeah because when she kept saying you know i feel like man he was like why you keep saying men who hurt you and i was like kevin you got it it was it was that was that was a but carisha carisha is learning she doesn't know how to have a follow-up question yet she she had what was written on those cards what was prepared for her and she was <laughs> going to read it you know it was like oh carisha but um yeah what an interesting human no i enjoyed that um, i enjoyed it you enjoyed it moving right along to pop culture oh excuse me to politics as usual shout what's going on you got something more here shiny the case with Brittany griner continues um, apparently she has pled guilty to the case, which has been seen by many as being very risky because of course she is at the mercy of the Russian government. But the hope is that in her pleading guilty, it will help speed up mm-hmm. the case and hopefully, um, lead to a swap between Moscow and Washington, D.C. She also has come up with a note that she had cannabis oil from Arizona, um, which is like maybe helping to prove the case of innocence in a way that she didn't do it intentionally, but also like, I know you saying probably, she probably saying signed mad papers, like there's probably lots of legal documents that explain like what you can and can't do. Um, but I, I suppose that supports that it was for medical pers- purposes that she had it. Yeah, she had um, a medical. But again, yeah, I hope this process speeds up and that she can come back home. Yeah. As soon as possible. Um, yeah. So shout out to, to Brittany. Another. Um, Again, and I think I think that we were empathetic and aware of the um, just the dynamics of what was possibly going on during mm-hmm. the Uvalde um, shooting. But last week we touched on and were flabbergasted that the police were on the phone. They were using um, what is it, the sanitation, just just the incompetence that was filmed. Um, and perceived by many by the the police, but it came in Uvalde during the shooting. But people were most upset about the police on the phone, and it came out that that police was actually identified as the deceased teacher of um, Eva Morales, the um, husband, the husband. The forgive deceased. me, the husband of the deceased teacher, Eva Morales. So. Again, checking for updates and trying. Yeah, we never know. We just, we just never know. um, And as they're trying to uncover that, that mess, child. Did they get rid of? Is the building been demolished yet, or like that was the? No, it hasn't been Mm. demolished yet. I don't believe. I know that um, longer footage has come out, which uh, 
I'm not going to watch, but I did see CNN reporting on it and it just gets worse. Um, I do think we held some space for grace cause we were like, this can't, this doesn't make sense, but yeah, that, that situation not going to get any, it's not going to get any better. I don't think. And I hope that the folks like Sean King, who I have a relationship with, who was tearing that officer up and posting his picture everywhere, I hope that they do retract it. I, he probably did because he's good at that, but I hope that more outlets, because I can't imagine um, being him, knowing that he was there, right? That he didn't go in. His wife is now deceased. He's mourning her, and then he sees his picture up and he's being called a coward cannot imagine that living with that. So I think this is, a, we talk about empathy and compassion a lot on this podcast and, and it's important to self-correct when you may have unintentionally said some shit that, you know, was inaccurate. Uh, also senators, Mark Rubio and Kevin Kramer, Mark Rubio of Florida, Kevin Kramer of North Carolina, introduced a bill Wednesday that would allow mothers to collect child support at the beginning of conception. Uh, This is to ensure that child support for the unborn child is collected and distributed under the Child Support Enforcement Program. Under the bill, mothers would be able to request child support the month of conception and onward, but would not be um, required to do so. Mothers would also be able to choose whether to collect child support payments retroactively through the month of conception, including if the paternity is only established after the birth of the child. So, sounds good, right? A lot of people are thinking that they are doing this because the Republicans need to figure out a way to um, to, to get these abortion, new abortion laws um, to to look like it's a helping the woman. So a lot of people are, are not for this. Again, it's two senators trying to get this done. I actually feel like if you're going to take rights away and shit and you're going to call the fetus a child and say that it's a human, that they're in their right, you know, then, hey, here we are. Now, now, now it's... I'm not against this notion, but I also do think that this is very, this is a political move and they need, they need this. They need to make it seem like they are in favor of helping women. So more to come on that. I also want to definitely point out that we have not talked about that 10 year old um, who was raped Mm -hmm. and she was not believed and she had to travel out of state to get her abortion. And now the doctor who did the abortion, there might be some legal cause for legal um, legal action. It, it, the, the whole thing is just getting so ridiculous. I, I watched a mother today on CNN in Texas who suffered a miscarriage. And doctors were too afraid to remove the fetus because it's the same procedure as an abortion. And so she walked around for over two weeks with a dead fetus in her as she grieved the loss of her potential child. And the health risks of this include organ failure, infection, and possibly death. And now 
This is a mother who, who already has a child and who is actively trying to have another one. She is no longer trying to have a child because she is afraid that if she does get pregnant and she does miscarry, that she will have to go through this again. And she's too worried that her she, she this might affect her health and that her, her she might die. And so she doesn't, she said, I don't want my, the child that I have to be motherless. Mm-mm-mm. This is insanity. So n- it's insanity. So this <sighs> law is actually, that was supposed to encourage women, right, to have children and to bring these children into the world and pro-life, pro-life, got you, are now having women not even try because they're like, well, I don't even have act. That's why when people say it's like an abortion thing, no, it's women's health care like it's 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 a reproductive right issue and it's just it's just outlandish um and she had to go to i think five different doctors to find one that would take the risk and the other thing about the legality around it is in this case a doctor would win but in texas the law like they would win if they went to court but the law requires the doctor to they have to pay for their own legal fees so it boils down to money. The doctors don't want to take this on because they're like, if even if I win, I lose. Mm-mm-mm. So it is just a shit show. And there's going to be more and more and more and more and more shit shows. But uh, here we are. Do you want to even talk about this Sesame no, Place No, I don't, I don't want to give this much. Maybe I'm Me tripping. Me neither. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm a bad Philadelphian, but... No, I don't feel like talking about it. I also don't think... um, I think Sesame Street has done a really great job of being um, inclusive, and I don't think one person at the... Sesame Street or Sesame Place? Well, Sesame Street is a part of Sesame Place. It is the... You know, Sesame Place is under that branch of Sesame Street, and I'm just saying the company in general has been very inclusive... They've done a lot of work in the space and people are ripping them apart. And I'm just like over this one asshole at the park or maybe multiple assholes at the park. But the institution itself, they have done brilliant and great work that I'm grateful for. But I don't want to give this person any more shine either because it's just like disgusting at this point. Disgusting. But also we have voicemails. Mm -hmm. This has quickly become like one of my favorite segments. And so I'm just going to get right into it. So here we are. Hey, Shanti and Antoinette. Um, I was just calling to give y'all some thanks um, and compliments. I've been listening for a few months now, and I've even been making my way back into some older episodes. Um, Aside from just loving all the topics, I also just want to say that your voices are really soothing. Um, and sometimes I replay the episodes at night just as background noise and it kind of helps me fall asleep sometimes. Um, anyways, you're both a joy to listen to and I really admire your friendship and with each other and with the rest of your friends. And a lot of times I sit there and talk to y'all like you're my friends. But the thing that got me to give y'all a call was the last episode, Living for Everyone White. I honestly cannot remember the last time I laughed so fucking hard listening to a podcast. And I desperately needed those laughs. Um, the last couple of weeks, my mental health has been 
uh, tricky, as Antoinette would say, and the serotonin boost that I got was unreal. There was so much that had me dying, but specifically the journey of Antoinette trying to add some spice to Cole's name, calling that man Cole. <laughs> I died. I had to rewind that whole part for another good laugh. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you um, for that. It truly gave me the push that I needed to get through the rest of the week without losing my shit. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. And however y'all release and split the episodes, I will be tuned in. Oh, and my name is Holla. Appreciate you, ladies. Bye. <laughs> Who is Cole anyway? Cole was the guy who did the dissect the oh, dissect okay. podcast. Cole, I don't know why. Like that was so embarrassing. That was so embarrassing afterwards. I was like, when I was editing, I almost cut that out. I did because I I listened to that and thought, why would I re- see? I'm getting stupid, and it's from Instagram. Why would I read that like that? No what, dead ass. What, why? What, what did I stop you from saying it? Yes, you, you, you. I didn't hear you on the Zoom because everybody who's listening, I, we can. And it's not Zoom on Riverside, but we are listening to each other via Riverside. So sometimes, if you laugh at something I say, the your audio will go out because I'm still talking, and so I don't always catch what you're saying. You tried to help me and I didn't hear it and I kept going. I kept going. <laughs> and while I was editing, I kept saying, no, stop. That is funny. Cole, why would, why? Oh, I can't. You said this I is can't. a spicy white man. He must be ethnic. <laughs> this nigga like. I think that Kendrick. was what I was like, he's. He's that breaking down Kendrick, the miseducation. He, he can't be white. Eth- that's an ethnic white. That is not Cole. That is Cole. Oh, <laughs> my God. That, <laughs> that, is that whole part is so dumb. Balake. Balake. Anyway, I didn't quite hear her name. I think she said Holland Hall? or Harlem. Either way, that's, that's it's a, cute it's a very way. cute name. Either one of those works <laughs> for me. But thank you so much for calling. I hope, um, I hope that I hope you're feeling better, sis. Damn. I know times. It's, it's, hard, it's hard. Tricky. Tricky for everybody, tricky. girl. It's tricky right now. You're giving God it back to it. us. Yeah. All right. We have another one, but thank you again for, for calling. And I'm glad that my <laughs> just stupid nature was something that made you laugh. I can't stand myself. Oh, God. Hey, Internet and Shanti, this is Asia. I'm calling, um, I'm actually listening to the episodes in reverse. So I just got to episode 116, um, Happy Hood Music, and you said that you were thinking about getting a breast breast reduction and if the listener had gotten one to call in, so that's what I'm doing. Um, Best decision of my life. I actually got my um, reduction when I was 17. That's how drastic <laughs> my breasts were. Um, and the insurance company paid for 100% of it. I had to do, um, I had to go to a couple of different doctors to get it signed off. So I went to my, you know, my regular physician, my normal, what is, what is that? Your PC, whatever. Anyway, your, my regular doctor, I also went to the chiropractor, um, and he signed off on it because, like, 
I'm a pretty small person. So, um, <laughs> and my breasts were the breasts of like, I don't even know. They were humongous, humongous. And my, my poor little back just couldn't take it. Um, so yeah. And I'm, I'm obviously this, I got this done so long. I'm 33 now. So I got this done a while ago and, um, but I really, I had no problems. Um, I did have a bad reaction to the anesthesia, but other than that, like my healing process was, was perfectly fine. Um, or my downtime, I think the downtime is maybe two weeks. Um, the worst part about it was the drain bulbs that are like literally sticking out of your side, draining fluid after. Um, that's not fun. But I basically have been braless for the last, 15 or however many years since I got this reduction because it was it was really life-changing my doctor took three pounds of breast one and a half pounds out of each uh, out of each breast that's how and and I'm not like I didn't have any fat in my breast either it was nothing but breast tissue so that's even heavier so it was just it was a lot I was a a G E I don't even know anymore, but um I would definitely recommend it. It really did change my life. I used to cry in the sitting room just because things just were not <laughs> my top half didn't match my bottom half. It it was just so frustrating, especially as a young a young woman just trying to, you know, love myself, love my body. Um it was it was really hard, so I definitely recommend it. I feel like they probably have even better. Damn, I swear I wasn't gonna be one of those people that got cut off and had to call back. But anyway, that's my spiel. I definitely recommend it. Do your research, find a, a good doctor, um, maybe somebody who specializes in um, maybe black skin um, because you do, you know, you have um, a scar, so you just definitely want to make sure like you don't keloid and things like that. But, um, yeah, I definitely recommend it and life-changing. So, anyway, this is Asia. I'm probably going to call back again because I listen to you guys all the time. And I love you. Um, later. Have a good week. First of all, Asia, you have the cutest little voice. Isn't she cute? Doesn't I she? A good energy, too. Cute little, yeah. little poppy energy. Bubbly yeah, energy, she right poppy because them breasts not weighing it down no more, She said, I am brawless. Light as a feather. <laughs> My Thank you, Asia. That's funny. You just brought that up to me. Like, are you still thinking about it? I don't. I go back and forth. That's hopeful information. I don't know. I don't know, everyone. Sometimes, Maybe if anybody who's had a breast reduction and then has had children afterwards and what their experience has been, mm. I think that's something that is a concern. Um, that if they, I ever get there, share. yeah. I also, I'll be honest, a big concern of mine is loss of feeling. True. Again. We have a friend who has had a breast reduction, and she has one nipple that's okay and one that's not. And, y'all, the I'll way so pleasure upset. is set up in my life, like, I need all the pleasure I can get. And I know that might sound trivial, but to me, I'm like, if that is no. stopping me then that means that maybe it's not for me because i'm it's just it's that's not outweighing not trivial. that's a it's that not is a right major key in terms of pleasure and your okay. and yeah 
I'm also getting more used to just wearing them. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I I would be upset. I'm getting more used to like owning my breasts and just being like, this is, these are my breasts. They're big. And I don't know, but they do hurt, which is why I'm on my bike, which is why I'm trying to strengthen my core and things to see like, is there any other way? If Mm. not, because I don't have breasts where like, I've seen breasts where like, wow, that woman has a hard life. You know, like Mm -hmm. where you see them and you're like, she's, that's a lot of weight on her Mm -hmm. top. I don't have that. It would just be nice to fit into certain things. My back definitely hurts, but it's feeling better. And this bike that I got right now forces me to engage my core. So Mustafa we're gonna see. I got you working it out, getting that core strength, baby. You, baby. Getting up titties to sit. I almost named him Hobby for the porn star, <laughs> but I didn't. Oh, Even though God. his Girl, name I've is been not Hobby for that nigga, and I cannot find him. You gotta send me how to spell his name. I can't find Savior it. with an X. Xavier. Oh, well, you know what? He also has his own channel of stuff where you have to pay for it. So oh, you know I how I don't like when his his videos cut and they're like spliced for like snippets. Why, oh, no. why are we talking that, about this? That, that works me out, though. I like that. But I don't real, think real? he's handsome, though. I want him to be more handsome than what he is, but whatever. We need for to real, talk about it, what? but I, I think I'm going to dabble in. Actually, yes, maybe I am going to pay for porn. And I, I don't watch porn often enough. But I am going to pay because I do think that there is actually like a serious like morality and safety issue that's at stake with the porn that you're watching in terms of, mm, you know, sex work. Porn. And yeah. And I, I've i been hearing from folks that there is a lit paid woman, um, woman approved but I found out where her kind of kink is. So anyway, did you? I, can you send to it to be, me? To be announced. <laughs> to be continued. Okay, to be okay. determined. You know that I'm not watching porn anymore. Man, I haven't watched porn in a really long time either. But wow. Well, you actually have a man. Anyway. Are you just um, imagining things? Are you working on that creative? That's where all your creative. I haven't energy been is. self-pleasuring in a minute. I'm like oh. Kevin Gates. Mm. <laughs> Stealing my energy. Mm. My clarity, my clairvoyance. So I'm just Child. holding it all. I'm lying. I did this shit last night. But it was a long time. It was a long time. It was. Well, I didn't it was believe you anyway. I was like, okay, <laughs> let me talk to you with some other No, time. it was a long time. Because there was a point where it was like every night. And I was like, this oh. is self-pleasure. Are you getting a little crazy? Or are you crazy? And I started to... Yeah, I started to realize like I had to turn my vibrator up higher and higher and higher. And oh, I was like, Wait. losing sensation. Yeah, I was like, Clitoris well, was we're upset. She was <laughs> like, I can't, <laughs> I can't feel my face. <laughs> was... Wait, we have one more place to hold up. Hello, Antoinette and Shanti. This is your girl AJ, all the way from Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, about an hour outside the city. Um, just calling to say thank you in general for. Not only the part one and the part two, which I do enjoy because it gives me something else to listen to on a Monday, but I also enjoy the realness of discussing what biracial women go through and what my nieces will be going through and probably are starting to go through already, and I don't know, but um, one's 19, one's 13, and I interviewed actually one of my nieces on my, my little podcast. Yes, I'm bringing that up because I still want Internet to get on my Birds of a Feather podcast and talk with me about sports because she needs another soul to be around and talk about sports. 
and Eagles training camp is coming. Anyway, but I want to say thank you in general. I love all your podcasts. I could list all the episodes, but I know this thing cuts people off. So I just want to tell y'all I love y'all, and I appreciate all your footage, and hopefully one day I'll meet y'all both and get to give you a quick air hug because I don't know if y'all hugging folk. And, um, yes, enjoy your week. Thank you so much. Keep positive. Love around the way curls. And just like Lizzo, if nobody told you today, you're special. Bye. You better be positive. You <laughs> they are too. Get their positive tune. Yo, AJ, I'm down. Even though I haven't been paying much attention to the Eagles lately, I've been all, I've been watching this Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving fiasco and paying attention to what James Harden and them are doing. I'm very happy that James said what he said and that he gave up his money so we could get a team. But I'm still not impressed with our bench. I still don't know if this is a winning roster. <sighs> I'm just nervous that we're wasting the best years of Joel Embiid to be continued. <laughs> Shanti, stop. <laughs> I made that Girl, quick. what? <laughs> I made that quick, child. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank y'all for calling. Y'all are the best. Please, 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 always, if you are interested, if you have a topic, if you want to hold us accountable, if you like, yo, I'm just trying to call in and shoot the shit real quick, give us a call at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. And if you enjoy this podcast, just know that they're visual, so you can and you should join our Patreon. On Patreon, you will get bonus footage of us before and after the podcast most times and in between the break where we are cutting up and having some shenanigans, but you'll also get the episode and... You could join Patreon for as low as five dollars, child. $5 I know the inflation is happening, but yeah. we are not raising our prices yet. Um, <laughs> no, we're Shout not. Shout out them. to all the new patrons: Brianna, Harrington, Portia, Ky- Kyrie. That ain't how you Taylor, say Taylor, Talisha, Kiara, Kieri. God damn it! That's some good. Black I'm so memes. happy you said that. And Naira Wahi said, give your kids hard names to pronounce Dude, and they shut ain't hard. up. I just, just, just a lot of um, it's childish. Joe. I just, I'm playing. <laughs> Let me just say a, one um, thing. We had an order at Sable and the person's, he put big man. <laughs> the names that come up on people's orders for the, for fulfillment Big man, said, I said that said is. I love it. I love it here. It's a black, black strong names. Big man, 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 Joe. Wow, love big it. Big man. I wonder what oh, he looked like. I wonder, but shout out so to I'm all the slide in my DMs. Kim. Thank you. I don't anyway. know. I don't his know. Pro- his real name probably Mustafa. He probably he bought some anklets and shit, so he probably got a girl. So. Oh, he got a lady. <laughs> Say less. Shout out to big man. Or you um, never know, like or he's wearing. I them. love. Or the what? He's wearing them. It, that's and that would be my f- actual favorite imagination of who yeah. Big Man is. Would be better. Anyway, y'all. So we're at that time. We are going to continue to do this part one, part two. Shanti, we do have some people that are requesting that we possibly record on Thursdays, and that way, part one comes out on Monday, part two comes out on Thursday, so they don't have that to wait sense. the weekend. 
and we'll talk about it, everyone. But I am loving the flexibility and the agile approach to the release of this podcast. And just know that we're going to keep being consistent. We're going to keep holding you down. Please enjoy yourselves. Have a fine weekend because this podcast will come out on Thursday. And then we'll be back with our main topic for Monday, which is... Are you oh enabling your friends? It. I ain't have a t- I ain't have a goddamn uh, name for it yet. Now you got to give me a you, minute. <laughs> <laughs> Are you enabling your friends? Are you in a codependent friendship? Ciao. You talking to me on this? I'm stressed. All right, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, head out. And with that, we are out. I can't stand. I'm not teeing this up for you anymore, but <laughs> stop the audio. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Stuck between my fantasy and what is real I need it when I want it I want it when I don't Tell myself I'll stop every day